the first warmish kind of day that we've had in a really long time. The sun's out. You can see hopes of spring. And I hate the cold, so I am so ready for that. And I don't know about you, but I'm still working on getting back into shape after all of the uh, excesses of Christmas and New Year's and holiday uh, activities. My wife and I took a short vacation between Christmas and New Year's, and it was a, I think it was an eating vacation. <laughs> we uh, ate out every day and had too much junk food, and I got to the New Year with some extra baggage that I've been trying to get rid of. So my, my pack today, I've been doing these Walk the Dog Wednesdays with a 10 kilogram pack, but today's the first day I've upped it a little bit, and now it's 12 kilograms today. So we'll see how it goes. Although today, just because of timing and everything, I'm dogless. So that should make it a little easier too. Last week, as I walked, I talked and thought about the Bible and how we incorporate the, the Bible and uh, learning and studying and reading and different methods into our lives. And today, going on to the next pillar of the Christian life, which is prayer. And it's kind of interesting that prayer seems to be so difficult for so many people because we really, most of us don't have a problem talking uh, to anybody. And really, at its core, prayer is just talking to God. Uh, so the audience might be a little different, but the process is really very, very similar. So it really shouldn't give us a lot of difficulties, but it does. And I think that is because of the audience. If you're, if you think hey, I'm, I'm talking to God, that can be intimidating, or uh, you just feel like it has to be so different than a normal conversation. And depending on what kind of um, background you have, how you've um, been taught, you may feel restricted in your, your prayer life or in the way that you can, can do it, or you may just not have had good examples. Uh, all those might be true. So today we want to just think about this idea of, of prayer. What is it? And give me some ideas. What is, uh, how should I do prayer? How should I pray? Um, so I've already said, at, the, at its basis, prayer is talking to God. Um, and really, I think for most of the time, for most of us, that's something we really don't maybe grasp well enough, deep enough. And when Paul talks about praying without ceasing, I think a lot of that is this idea of it's an ongoing conversation all day with God. Um, the lines of communication are always open on his side. It's up to me to keep them open on my side. So it really doesn't matter what you're doing. You can be talking to God. Uh, you don't have to talk out loud. Um, you don't have to uh, have a certain format or formula that you use. It really is an ongoing conversation. And I know in, in a church setting... In any group setting, you know, we tend to have these very defined starts and ends to our prayers. And that's important in that group setting. You need to know, okay, 
you know, bow your head, close your eyes. <laughs> we're going to pray now. Uh, and amen, we're done. Um, but in the context of a single person who is in an ongoing conversation with God, you don't necessarily have that, have to have that, every time you pick up this ongoing conversation. If throughout the day, for example, you have a couple of seconds at a traffic light or uh, in between something at work and you just want to say hi you don't it doesn't have to be a long formal conversation every time you talk to God and I think that's something that's so important if we just grasp that it's just a conversation with God um, I think it would free us a lot to learn more about um, talking to God to be able to be more free in, in talking to Him. When we think about prayer, the attitude with which we approach God is a big part of how we pray. So there are times and places, particularly in, in groups on Sunday, in a official worship service where we're maybe really recognizing God as the Creator, uh, as high and lifted up, the Eternal One, but that's not true every time that we pray. There are times when we pray and we should be leaning on God as our Father, as the one who loves us, cares for us, that is closer than a brother. And it's really a different standpoint from which we're talking to God. So both of those, it's not that one is more important or more true than the other, it's just they're different. And it does affect how we talk to God. In that official setting, we may really speak more formally, use different words, you know, dear God, our, our Heavenly Father, and, and use words that really emphasize His character, His omniscience, uh, His omnipotence. And that's, that is part of reminding us who it is that we're worshiping, and it's really important in that context. So that, let's call it a style of praying, is, is valid and important, but I guess I don't want to focus on that today because most of us, that's probably most of what you've heard in your life. Uh, you don't hear the private conversations and know how that goes uh, with people who have a deep and lasting relationship with God. You hear their public prayer. And sometimes I think we think, I need to replicate that in my private conversations with God, but that's not uh, the case. So you do have that public way of expressing yourself to God. But at the same time, in private, uh, you can talk to God more freely and express your heart in a different way. Uh, when God says, uh, you know, we have the ability, the right to say, Abba, Father, to call God our dad. You know, it's a it's emphasizing this close relationship, a caring relationship, and our prayers can reflect that. So I don't think we need to be afraid to speak very, very informally, to express our hurts, our doubts, our fears. It's really awesome to read David's uh, prayers in the Psalms and the songs where he expresses these things. He is very free to tell God that he's hurt, that he's afraid, that he's scared. And he does end up always back, but God, I trust you. But it's important for us to recognize that part of that close relationship and conversation with God 
is the ability to say, God, I don't understand. Or God, I'm, I'm just hurting. Uh, it's okay to express that. We can be afraid to express fear and doubt uh, and worry because you don't hear that in a public conversation very often. You don't hear that in the, the public prayer. But that is part of our private prayer, to express our heart's desires, our heart's deepest fears. And at the same time, we express those to God. And the goal is, as we express those, and then remind ourselves of what God's Word says, the truths that He has promised us, to come back to, God, I have these fears, I have these worries, I have these things that I don't understand, but I give those to you. So both sides of that are important in our prayer life. Sharing our fears, sharing our worries, and giving them to God. So along with that conversation of, uh, you know, how do we pray? It's also, you know, when do we pray? Um, Is there a certain format and all those things? And I've kind of already said... Not necessarily. There, there are times when a, a certain structure is really going to help you. Really, at least my goal is to have times when I'm, I am kind of structured. I have things that I want to pray for that are important to me and I don't want to forget them. So to use a prayer list, a prayer sheet, is super valuable. A lot of churches um, hand these out on Wednesday nights or they're part of a church bulletin. And they're certainly helpful to keep you from forgetting things that are really important to you and to the church. So I do have times when I might uh, wake up at night and I can't sleep and I'll just go through a list of people that I want to pray for. And I understand that I'm probably going to miss some. That's not a time that I've intended to pray in for an extended time, so I don't get up and get my prayer sheet and a list of everybody that I want to pray for. I'll pray for whoever I think of, whoever God brings to mind at that time. But there are also those times when I've set aside the time and I want to pray for, for example, our church. So I will go through uh, like a membership list. I go through our prayer sheets. We take prayer requests when we get together. I'll go through those and say, hey, God, Uh, These are the things that our church has agreed together to bring before you, and I want to remember those because we have agreed together that these are things we want to bring before God. So to have a prayer list, a prayer sheet, is certainly helpful, but to limit our prayer to that is to take away the conversation with God. So it only approaches God, again, in one limited way, the same way that approaching God only formally as a, a group setting limits our conversation and relationship with God. Limiting our prayer to a prayer sheet and what's written down also limits our relationship with God. So it's not an either or or just one or two of these. I think we want to have all of them. We want to have that time of corporate prayer that is a little more formal and and focused on God high and lifted up. We do want to have the time when we take our prayer sheet and we're remembering uh, each person each prayer request is brought up. And then the, the third kind of prayer, type of prayer that 
we want to think about is just that informal flowing conversation that I think is part of that praying without ceasing. Uh, when I wake up and can't sleep and say, God, I don't know who needs prayer now, but I'm going to pray for the people that I think of. And quite often in that context, I'll start with my family and just go down the list and pray for our family. And then I'll pray for people in our church. And then I just go outward kind of from the closest relationships out to I fall asleep or until I've covered everybody I can think of. And I'll pray for them. But again, that still is not the conversation. Uh, it is focused around bringing people before God. But another type of prayer is really just a conversation. God, this is what I'm doing today. I just want to be aware in my mind. You know you're with me. And I know it intellectually. But by talking to God and bringing Him into the conversation, um, I'm making it more concrete in a way that can be super valuable. God, I'm going to be traveling. I've got somebody I'm going to be meeting. just want to... Uh, talk through what I'm going to be doing. Hey, help me to remember what I'm going to be sharing or to be sensitive to your leading. Uh, and God, just thank you for the blessings of relationships, of people that you bring into our lives, of things like today. It's just a beautiful day. Thank you, God, for uh, a day that's not freezing for once. We've had so many days where uh, it's down below freezing. It's just really nice to have some warmth. So I hey, tell God that. Um, have that conversation where as you're going through your day, some of it is really not more than comments. God, I see, as we come into our house, you can see this mountain back behind our house, and it's just beautiful. Some days the sun just lights it up and just go, wow, God, that's, that's amazing what you've made. That is just a beautiful vista that we see and we sometimes take for granted. So God, I want to recognize that today. Just thank you for it. That kind of, just a short thanks, comment on what I'm doing, what I'm going through, or people around me. That's also valuable to keep our eyes on God, to keep our thoughts on Him, and to keep the communication open. Not to limit it to certain times, certain places. Not just to pray before we eat, but to be always praying. Uh, I just read a quote from... Uh, I guess I can't remember who the quote was from. It was in a book, and they were talking about, I think, Billy Graham. And he had been invited to go on a television show, just a secular television show, and they had prepared a prayer room for him. And so they told his assistant, hey, we prepared this prayer room for Billy Graham, and you know, he can use it. And the assistant said, yeah, I don't think he's going to need that. And they were just were kind of shocked. He said, well, this is Billy Graham. He's not going to pray. And the assistant said, well, he prayed when he got up this morning. He prayed before breakfast. He prayed as he was eating. He prayed uh, in the car on the way over here. He's uh, probably praying right now. And he probably will pray throughout the, con the uh, show. So he's emphasized he never stopped praying. It was not just a time when you pray a little bit to prepare. Uh, it's an ongoing part of his life. And I think that really sums up the way that we want to approach prayer. There are different times and seasons where you might pray in a certain way, but the goal of having this ongoing conversation uh, is really important. And what that looks like for every person is probably different. You have different relationships with different people. You talk in different ways, but to be free, to be yourself and talk to God 
is really the most important thing.